Welcome in to Moving the Chains. I'm Kevin Thomas alongside Jarrell Hendricks. Got a great interview lined up for you guys today. We've got a very special guest, the head coach of the Lucy Beckham Bengals, Jamel Smith. Coach, how you doing today? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys having me on um, the show. And, uh, you know, it's just a blessing, man. It's a blessing to be, um, you know, part of this program, the Lucy Beckham uh, football program. And, you know, what our uh, uh, principal, Anna Dassin, who's been tremendous, our athletic director, Scott McInnes, who, you know, is very supportive. I'm, it's, it's a blessing to be here right now. So, Coach, we appreciate your time. We really do. If this is you guys' first time tuning in, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff, at Moving Chains, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. Our audio-only version of our podcast is out on Google, Apple, Spotify, all that stuff as well. So definitely check us out on there. So, Coach Smith, you were hired in early 2020. You were pre previously the D.C. at Wando. Also spent some time at Spring Valley, Wilson Hall, Virginia Tech, and Coastal Carolina. You guys have had a JV team for the past couple seasons. I know last year, last year you played a couple kind of varsity games as well, I believe it was, mm -hmm. but didn't count towards the region. You'll yeah. have your first full season this year of varsity football. So let's talk about your coaching career, Coach. How did you kind of get into that? Uh, well, it first started off uh, Jimmy Noonan, the head football coach at um, Georgetown. Um, he was the head coach at Spring Valley. I live right at Spring Valley in Columbia, South Carolina. I live right down the road for, from um, Spring Valley. I played at Spring Valley, um, graduated in 95, and, uh, you know, went on to Virginia Tech and played football. And, um, and when I came back from NFL Europe, I think that was 03 or 02, um, uh, Coach Noonan, I mean, he saw me because I was right on, on Sparkleberry, the same road as Spring Valley, and, um, he saw me, he stopped by and he was like, oh, I didn't know you was home. And, um, you know, what are you doing? And I was like, coach, I, I mean, right then and there, I didn't have a plan B or anything like that. But, um, you know, I was just like, hey, I'm not doing anything right now. Just kind of, you know, trying to find what I want to do. And um, he offered me to come out and coach for a week. And he told me, you know, if I didn't like it, I could go on. You know, um, you know, going with my career or, you know, if I did like it, he would love to have me part of um, the Spring Valley program. And, man, I've been coaching ever since. So, <laughs> so I mean, ever so, um, you know, a blessing to be able to have the opportunity. And I just fell in love with it. I mean, you know, the, 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 the sport of football, I mean, it's really and truly like a, I guess, I don't know the word for it, but it's just like a, uh, a, a remedy for, um, you know, not playing anymore and, you know, get to show the kids and getting to get the kids to go through what I've been through, you know, and, you know, trying to di direct them away from, you know, the bad stuff or things that you don't want to do and, um, and helping them to be successful. So uh, I've been coaching now for how many years is that? I think about 18, 19 years now. So um, time flies, man. It seems like it was just yesterday. So, Coach, shifting gears, uh, you're very accomplished as a player. Uh, you mentioned you played NFL Europe. Uh, you were a standout at Spring Valley High School, you know, playing in the Shrine Bowl. Uh, you started Virginia Tech from 96 to 99, uh, leading tackler of the team your junior and senior year, uh, second team All-American as a, as a senior, 
uh, first team All Big East, Blackest Award finalist, uh, mm-hmm. very, very great uh, playing career. Uh, but what was it like playing under those legendary coaches at Virginia Tech and Frank Beamer and uh, Bud Foster? Um, well, one thing, you know, that I could say is, I mean, I wasn't a five-star recruit. Um, I didn't, you know, I wasn't the fastest guy in the world. Um, but one thing, Bud Foster and, you know, Coach Beamer, um, Frank Beamer, they taught me is just the work ethic. Um, especially when I first came in, I mean, it was just like, I mean, because they were really and truly starting to, um, you know, climb that mountain and, and, and they were trying to get to that mountaintop. And um, the first day I came in and um, Coach Foster was just like really and truly big on with loafing and not taking plays off and, and stuff like that. And I remember when I first came in, we didn't have like a lot of guys um, because it was just the, um, the freshmen that were in at that time. And, um, and it was my time to rest, come off the field and, and be able to get a break. And he kept me on the field. And he was like, we are going to do it this way. And you're going to do it full speed all the time. Um, you know, and we started with up downs and I had to go through. And then after I finished with the up downs, I had to go back on the field and take my reps. And after that time right there, after that day, I was like, man, I am never, ever going to loaf again. It is always going to know one speed, and that's full speed, you know? So just like I, I wasn't the strongest guy up in the weight room. I didn't um, – I, I, I wasn't the fastest guy, but they taught me full speed all the time. And, you know, that's why I just try to teach um, our guys. We don't have the most talent in the world, but, you know, if – I know, and they know, if we go full speed and we're doing it right and I can get those guys in the right places, um, you know, good things could happen for us. So that's what we strive for each and every day. You got got an early introduction to the lunch pail mentality, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That lunch pail, once you, once that gets embedded into your brain, it's hard to get out, man. It's permanently in there, so. You know, those guys, I got with those guys today. We had, we went against Goose Creek and 4D and kind of looking at film and stuff like that. And we had guys that wasn't giving all that effort. And man, that just, oh, no, we won't go there now. We won't go there, you know? So the kids, I mean, but, um, you know, they see it and um, they see, you know, if they go full speed, we're going to have a lot of fun around here. If, we ain't, if we're not going full speed, then, you know, I mean, nobody's looking for us to make up excuses and stuff like that. So, um, so it's 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 part of life, you know. I mean, we're just teaching them how it's going to be in life. I mean, you make up excuses, you're really not going to get nowhere. You work hard for everything that you do. You got a chance um, to be very successful. So that's what we preach. Amen. Amen. So Lucy Beckham, you know, a fairly new school coach. What's it been like kind of starting this program from scratch and kind of building it up, you know, from the JV ranks now into varsity? How has that process been for you guys, and how's that experience been? I can really say it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, in that aspect, you know, I mean, all of the stuff that I've seen, I mean, I've been part of, you know, I mean, great cultures at Virginia Tech. Um I've been under some good uh, uh, coaching staffs under David Bennett at 
Coastal Carolina. I mean, he was a God-fearing guy um, that, I mean, kept us very entertained um, each and every day that we came to those staff meetings. Being in there with um, Coach Beamer, being able to play under Coach Beamer and Coach Foster, and then being able to coach under them. I mean, just being able to see, um, you know, how they did things, what worked for them, um, what didn't work for them, because I'm a firm believer in, I mean, you know, you got to learn off of your mistakes. I mean, everybody's going to make mistakes, and you got to learn off of it. Um, and just being able to take everything that, you know, that I've learned and being able to put it into this program and seeing what worked. I mean, not the, I'm not saying I know everything, but, you know, putting it into the program and seeing what works and, um, you know, how we can develop these kids and um, how we can get these guys to grow into um, good, respectable, hardworking young men. Um, and I mean, it's just, it's been a blessing. It's been fun, but, you know, we still have a long ways to go and it's, 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 it's work in progress each and every day is challenging. Just like Eric Bendig said from, um, Philip Simmons, it's a lot of hard work, you know, but I mean, it's what I love. It's what I signed up for. And, you know, we're, we're really and truly trying to grow these young men. Now, Coach, you're in one of the largest growing areas of the state down there in the Charleston area with Mount Pleasant, uh, new school, but roster management has kind of trickled down into the high school ranks. I know you're, I know you're getting a lot of kids from Wando branching out from, from that school, one of the biggest in the state. What's mm -hmm. it been like not being able to play varsity, managing your roster for guys, you know, maybe jumping from school to school? I don't like to use that term, uh, but just looking for playing time or, you know, maybe just not being committed to the challenge of, of waiting. Yeah, I mean, you just got to deal with it. I mean, it's two years right there. You know, I, I kind of look at the positives other than, you know, rather than the negatives. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, some kids wanted to play varsity, um, you know, their sophomore year or their junior year. And, um, you know, we lost out on some kids um, like that. But, you know, but, but a, a lot of times, too, um, you know, you get a program that just started and, you know, they only get one year before they get thrown into the wolves, the wolf pack. Um, and, you know, I mean, I've seen that here, you know, with Lucy Becker and not saying how our seasons, because this is our first full varsity year. But I think with the extra year, um, we are better prepared than what we would have been this time last year. I mean, especially with COVID and we're yeah. trying to get our weightlifting program going. And, um, you know, and I mean, with football, with us being in Charleston and potentially down the road playing the Somervilles and the Fort Dorchesters and the Wandos, I mean, that weight room has to be running all year long. Yes, and I mean, with COVID, we weren't able to, get our guys into the weight room until last off season. Wow. So then, you know, we kind of hit a snag and I mean, with the season and really and truly this was our first full off season that we had in the weight room. Um, so, you know, we took our losses, but I think we're better prepared um, to physically go up against, you know, the good, the better football teams um, in the low country. So. 
So, Coach, like we mentioned, your first year of varsity here. Now, will you guys have a JV and a varsity squad this year? And if so, do you have separate coaching staff or are you guys kind of controlling all of that at this time? Uh, eventually, I'd like to evolve into a, you know, two separate staffs. But this year, um, you know, our, our varsity is going to be helping, um, you know, with coaching our JV. We do have some JV guys on our staff. I would like to build a JV staff for us, but just like I told our guys, I mean, I've been doing this, I mean, especially with uh, Coach Noonan for the last eight years and at Spring Valley, um, and, and you look at it too, I mean, um, Ashley Ridge does it, Oceanside, they did it. Um, I mean, one of the best, well, the best school or one of the best schools in the state, um, Dutch Fort, they're uh, varsity coaching staff coaches their JV too. So my thing is uh, I like to get it where the kids come in their ninth grade year and they experience that um, individual drills with our varsity coaches and, um, you know, just like team type activities or, or um, group versus group uh, uh, um, drills with uh, our varsity coaches. And then we'll split and we have enough coaches where we'll split um, you know, those guys up, our JVs up and do team time with them uh, and then split our varsity up and then have our varsity um, time. But, you know, I mean, it's the grind. Uh, we've been through it before. And, you know, I would love to have our varsity coaches out there, you know, just coaching up our JV because that's our future right there. And, you know, we don't want to turn the blind out of those guys. We want We want to properly develop them. So when they get to our varsity level, they know what they expect. They know the mentality, the atmosphere, and um, they'll fit right in. So it's the first year for the Beckham Bengals. Um, for those who haven't seen you, um, you know, outside of those few games that you played varsity last year, uh, what type of offensive and defensive schemes do you like to run? And will you be calling plays on the defensive side of the ball? Um, we are. Uh, we are on offense. We are a spread team. We're a spread 11 personnel um, type team. Uh, really got some good skill position that we would like to get the ball, um, the, the ball under their hands uh, this year. Um, you know, we are going to be a, um, a run first type team. We got to get, you know, and we practice for it each and every day. But we're looking to get those two to three yards that we're going to need on those third downs, um, fourth downs, you know, just downs like that. Uh, on the defensive side, I will uh, be calling the defense this year. Um, we'll be calling the defense this year. Uh, we will be a 3-4 um, defense. And um, we'll run multiple. We'll have it where we're switching up between 4-3 and 4-4 and bringing linebackers down. And um, they always say I'm a blitz-happy type coach. Uh, so, you know, I mean, man, we're going to put pressure in quarterbacks' faces and we're going to stop the run first. Um, you know, that's what we pride ourselves on. And, um, you know, and, and, and try to force – uh, offenses into situations right there. And we believe, you know, we have a secondary that um, could be as good as um, any up in the low country right there. So, uh, and then also too, I mean, especially with coming from Virginia Tech, I mean, we got to include special teams in there. We got a um, uh, top rate punter that uh, can really and truly give us good field position. So 
Um, we're going to play it like that. We're going to play great defense. We're going to play great special teams to set our offense up and give them good field position right there, hopefully. And um, and hopefully we can finish it off and score. So, Learning from the Bud Foster, you know, mentality, I, I wouldn't expect it to be any other way, especially with you being a, a linebacker. I, I expect you to bring some pressure from that from that level. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't. It's hard for me to sit back and just watch quarterbacks just in the pocket. Hopefully, we can get a good um, pass rush with our front. But um, but yeah, definitely that. I'm gonna mix it up. First down, second down, third down. Um, something's coming. Something's yes, coming. Are. It's gonna be up in the quarterback face. So you know. But the kids love it. They love um, the system that we that that we're running right here. They're really and truly buying into it, and we just got to work, man. We just got to work. It's no talking, you know. It's just putting the work in. You can talk all you want afterwards. So, bringing the heat, I love that, Coach. Who are a couple guys maybe on offensive defense that we should look out for? This could be some really really great players for you guys this year. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I think we got a good playmaker and um, AJ Cut. Uh, he's a senior this year. Uh, just a, a, he has really and truly come on in the offseason, just like I talked about with the weight room. Um, he was right there all offseason. And um, I think the seven on seven circuits have benefited him. Uh, him and uh, Charles Bird, I think, is going to be a very, very good receiver um, for us. We, also have a transfer in Sawyer Hearn, who came over from um, Oceanside, um, big left tackle for us. Um, that's really given us a boost on the offensive line right there. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I think it starts up front and um, our defensive line, I've had those guys, uh, we've had those guys for the last two years and um, Drake Bull, uh, Jay Moore, uh, those guys will lead us up front. I think Terrell Milligan, our inside linebacker, is going to be a sideline to sideline guy um, that, that I mean, people should look out for this year. And then we got a secondary, man. I mean, you know, God is good, man. He blessed us with, um, you know, some height, some length, and some speed uh, in our secondary. And, I mean, they couldn't be real. They could be very, very good for us, led by Garrett Combs, who um, played on our state championship lacrosse team. And, um, you know, I mean, Garrett Combs, I mean, his mentality is getting downhill, and we have him at the strong safety position. And, um, you know, we just trying to develop that, just that, that blue-collar type mentality that get to the ball first right there, ask questions later. Um, and, you know, when we get there, we want to see those guys get there in a bad mood. So, you know, it's Mr. Nice Guy outside of those lines. But when we cross those lines, you know, that mentality needs to change. And, um, you know, and, 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 and we're just getting after it. So. Now, Coach, I got another two-parter for you. Uh, summer circuit of seven-on-sevens are starting to wrap up. Um, you know, what kind of success did you guys see, uh, you know, working with those other teams? And uh, do you guys have any jamborees lined up once you get into fall camp? Uh, I think the seven on sevens has gone, you know, really, really good for us. Uh, we were over at Cane Bay the first part of the summer, um, just kind of looking at 
I mean, and, and trying to see how we compare it to those schools, strength-wise, speed-wise, um, you know, just stuff like and it. It really and truly went well. There was a lot of stuff that we did good and a lot of stuff that, you know, um, we saw that we needed to work on. Uh, for the second half coming into it, uh, we um, went over to uh, Charleston Southern. And Autry Denson is a guy that I played football with over in NFL Europe. The Ryan Fire, um, we played on, I think it was my second year, if I'm not mistaken, and um, definitely wanted to go over there and just get some good work in um, over there. And we just, I mean, my thing was, I don't really and truly care about the wins and losses, and you're not going to, you can't really and truly base everything off of the seven on seven, but I wanted our kids, the main thing is I wanted our kids to learn from their mistakes learn from because you get it and um you know we get on with film and stuff like that and those kids I mean they're always looking for the good stuff that they did all the time and I'm trying to teach them and our coaching staff are trying to teach them you know we need to look at the stuff that we need to correct um you know and that's going to make us not only better as you know individuals but it's going to make us better as a football team and you know our kids are, golly man, I could I could just say I mean I've been some around some that wasn't, but our kids are just really they're really really good kids. They're good hardworking kids, and you know they they are on board and they've learned from their mistakes. And um, yesterday we had a um, we had a, a seven on seven with Goose Creek and and Fort Dorchester. They came over to Lucy Beckham yesterday and. Um, you know, and they gave us good work and we got to see where we were and what we needed to work on. Um, so we'll finish it up over at Philip Simmons tomorrow with Wando and Georgetown. And, um, you know, we just looking to wrap up just a good, productive um, seven on seven circuit. Our offensive line, defensive line has been working hard because Galavati, Coach um, McDermott, um, who's in charge of both of those lines right there. Um, it really has gotten our guys up in the weight room. We've gotten as, we gotten as strong as we could be. Um, and, you know, we're looking forward to this season right here. This summer has really been a success for us. But, you know, we know that's just only part of the process. And we're looking forward to taking that step uh, beginning next, that next step beginning next Friday. Awesome. Coach, so you guys have a GM lined up for the season starts? You're just going straight into week zero play. Oh yeah, we have a we have the CCSD Jamboree. We will start off against Burke High School. Um, I think it's at five o'clock, either five o'clock, five thirty, um, on uh, August the twelfth, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, August the twelfth. So uh, we'll have scrimmages against West Ashley, five um, A program, and then we'll have Georgetown four A program coming in, and we'll scrimmage against those guys. Um, and then we'll have our jamboree later on in the week uh, of our second scrimmage against um, Georgetown. We have our, our jamboree. And, man, I mean, you know, we're just looking forward to just taking those steps and all. Um, you know, they always say, you know, for those first-year programs and stuff like that, um, you know, usually give it some time. I mean, I understand all that in three, four years. But, you know, just like I told those guys today, man, the time is now. We got to take advantage of our opportunities while we got it you know, um, and, you know, not use any excuses or anything like that. Um, we're going to go out and regardless of the wins and losses, 
I mean, as long as we go out and we give it our all and we put our best out onto the field right there, um, that is more than satisfying for me. I'm sure those guys are chomping at the bit, ready to get out there after waiting a couple oh, yeah. years to get some varsity games. But we'll finish with a couple easier ones here for you, Coach. So we know you went to Virginia Tech. Drell and I are both Clemson guys, so we got to ask, what's louder, Lane Stadium or Clemson's Death Valley? You played in both now. Well, you know, I'm going to say my death. I mean, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh I'm, I'm, say my, I'm, a, I'm sorry. I, I will say my war sham feel. I, you know, there's nothing like, I mean, with Virginia Tech and, um, I mean, I was, I didn't, they didn't have Metallica going when I was there, but, you know, I was able to experience it when I was a uh, grad assistant uh, at Virginia Tech, man. And it's just, I mean, it's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. That is what it's all about. And that's what you work your butt off for each and every day to be part of moments like that. And, you know, I mean, I hope they could just bring those, bring back those, those blue collar winning ways and, um, you know, and, and just keeping those fans happy, man. So. That's awesome. Uh, so coach, you, you were at Virginia Tech um, and we were speaking a little bit off camera, but you were actually, uh, you came in with Coach Shane Beamer, the head coach at South Carolina now. Uh, what do you think about the job he's done so far with the Gamecock program? Uh, I just mean, you know, with Shane, what I think his recruiting has really and truly, um, you know, opened up the doors for, and they're recruiting his staff, because it's just not him alone. Um, you know, their recruiting has really and truly opened up the doors for um, that South Carolina football program. I really and truly thought, um, I mean, Dabo Sweeney at Clemson did a great job with recruiting, and he was able to get, um, you know, some really, really good talent in there. Um, and I think the same Shane Beamer is doing the same for South Carolina, that South Carolina program. I mean, I went to the um, Auburn game last year and um, and took in some of the practices and you can see, um, you know, the playmakers that they have. And I mean, guys that can make a difference, not guys that, because I mean, that's the SEC. And you're going to have to have some playmakers. Sure. You're going to have to have those big old beefy um, offense and defensive lines that are going to be able to hang with, you know, the likes of the Georgias and the Alabamas of the world. And I think that's what he really and truly brings to the table, um, Shane Beamer, man, just bringing those recruits in, those four or five stars. Um, and, 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 I mean, really, uh, you know, he's brought some coaches in that, I mean, hold those kids accountable. And, I mean, has a, just a knack for – um, getting after it. I played football with Torian Gray, the secondary coach. Um, he was there when I was at uh, Virginia Tech as a grad assistant. Um, he was at Virginia Tech with him and Bud Foster in that um, meeting room. And then Charlie Wiles up at uh, NC State, man. I mean, just to be in that meeting room and see how those guys work and how they study film and um, the adjustments that they made and, um, you know, just stuff like that, man. I mean, just being a student of the game, I think Torian Gray is uh, at South Carolina. Um, you know, I mean, the sky's the limit for South Carolina football. Um, Shane Beamer fits right in. 
Um, the fans love him. Uh, and, you know, I mean, he puts in the work. He puts in the recruiting. He has the coaches, the strength and conditioning. And uh, I think he just has all of the tools that um, can make South Carolina a very, very successful football team. So, so Coach, you're at Virginia Tech. You played with some – you know, some really great players, even some generational and transcendent type players, guys like Corey Moore and Michael Vick. Yep. How cool was that? And then obviously, you know, I know you're a defensive guy, so you're supposed to be between series, getting ready for the next series. But how, how often do you try to sneak over and watch some of Mike Vick on offense while you guys are out there too? Well, I mean, you know what? That That's the funny thing about that. We never, ever really seen Mike Vick like that because they always had him in a yellow jersey, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I mean, like when he'll break out of the pocket and all, like you would get a little nervous, you know? But, you know, if you just come up and just – you didn't have to tackle him. You know, you just come up, tag off right there, and just pull your angle, and you were going to be fine, and you weren't going to get embarrassed up in practice, you know. But, um, I mean, when they took that that jersey off of Mike Vick, man, I mean, it was just – I mean, it was – but th that that was the thing at, at, at Virginia Tech. Um, we were always just used to – I mean, with Coach Foster and nothing against offense, but we were always used to playing defense and special teams. I mean, my – Junior year, it was Mike Vick and redshirt in my junior year. And, um, you know, we were just used to playing defense and special teams, man. And, you know, I mean, if they don't score, they don't win. And I remember we, my junior year, we lost, we lost three games. We lost three games by, I think, if, if I'm not, not mistaken, six points. We lost to Syracuse and Donovan McNabb on the last play of the game at the Carrier Dome, and, I mean, we could have gone to that my junior year, we could have gone to um, the Orange Bowl, you know, as it between us and Syracuse, and we were up 24 to 3, and they came back, you know, and um, beat us on the last play. But just getting back to it, I mean, Mike Vick and, um, you know, and Corey Moore, one thing that they had that, you know, you can't coach is they had speed. You know, and Corey Moore was a sub four 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 three type guy. And I've seen, and I always tell this question, I mean, tell the story all the time, but I've seen Mike Vick. They were a time in the 40. It was him and the A, A-10 champ at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, golly, his name is wide receiver. Golly, uh, Andre, Andre, uh, I forgot his last name. Um, but he was the A-10 champ. And I seen them, they were racing each other. They were timing the 40. And I seen them, I mean, this is with my own eyes right here. Um, uh, not Andre Roberts. I keep on forgetting his name. Um, but he got, oh, he, he got off to great start. Mike Vick slipped at the line. He slipped at the line. He ended up catching the guy. And beating him at the end, and the guy ran a four two nine. Choo. Yeah, and Mike Vick slipped at the start. I don't, <laughs> never, I don't care if I get well. No, I don't care if I lose. I'm, I'm never going to forget that. Um, so you know they had they had what you know what a lot of teams look for these days. They had speed, and um, and you know just when Mike Vick. Uh, you know, he came out of that red shirt year, that senior year. I mean, we had a true veteran defense that had been through the thick and thin. And, 
Um, I mean, we weren't used to a lot of points being scored and stuff like that. So, you know, that was in our mentality. And those first couple of games where, you know, Vic started doing his thing and stuff like that, we was like, Ooh, <laughs> and this could be a really and truly, um, you know, very special year. So, you know, it was a blue, but it was a blue collar style. I mean, it all starts in. Mike Gentry is one of the best strength and conditioning coaches, um, you know, ever and should be into the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, he set the tone, man, in those off seasons. And, you know, just like I learned from that, and that's what I'm trying to take and put here. That weight room needs to be running all the time. And, um, and, 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 and we need to be relentless in our pursuit um, uh, of successfulness and, 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 and just – and, and getting just getting the job done. So uh, that's what we look for, you know, look forward to each and every day that we step on this campus and step in the weight room and step out on that field. And that's the mentality, you know, and those kids understand that. And man, that's what we're just working for each and every day. Just leave everything out on the field, man. Work as hard as you possibly can, and, um, you know, and go and we all, all, we know only one speed, and that's full speed, you know? So that's what we're preaching every day. Yeah, I show my age a little bit here, but uh, I know you probably got kids on your team. I remember growing up, like, in 04 Madden, like, that was, like, you could not play with the Falcons. Because <laughs> <you're not laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike oh, is, yeah. Oh, Mike oh, oh, unfair. Unfair. <laughs> unfair. And I, it, was, it was like that on the field. It was just, <laughs> like, unfair. I was I seen some of the best linebackers, I mean, um, Keith Bullock, um, that played at Syracuse, and Dan Morgan, and all those guys. And I mean, Vic just ran around those guys <laughs> like they were just sitting still. So, um, just an incredible athlete, and um, you know, I, just in in talking to him, he came back to Virginia Tech and was able to talk to him. He's just a down to earth, cool, cool guy, you know, and. I mean, just like myself, he's no angel and stuff. We all learn from our mistakes right there, you know. But, I mean, others can learn off of us and what not to do, you know, what to do and what not to do. And that's um, one of the main things that, you know, myself and my coaching staff are trying to teach our kids what not to do. Um, you don't need to make the, the Ds and the Fs. You need to be concentrating and focusing on the As and the Bs because that could lead you to these things right here. Um, your work ethic. I mean, you don't need to be sitting around and just, because if you sit around and you stay stagnant, people are going, people in the end are going to pass you up and they're going to get what you, what you could have had. They're going to get those scholarships. They're going to get those jobs. When you go out into the real world and you don't want to work for it, you're going to be watching other people um, get those high paying jobs and those jobs that you could have had if you were focused um, and just put the work in. And that's the same way up on the football field. You know, those guys up on the football field, if you just come in and you're going through the motions and you don't want to practice and you don't want to put nothing into it, then you're probably going to be watching somebody else on Friday nights, okay, playing in the spot that you could have been playing in if you were to put your all into it so and it's just it's just really cool talking to you coach because you, you did have such a, a great playing career the last thing we want to ask you on that is uh 
1999 season for the 2000 Sugar Bowl. You guys came up a little bit short against Florida State, which was an all-time great team. But just how was that experience uh, playing down there in New Orleans uh, for the Marbles? You know, I always tell guys, I always tell um, people all the time, like, it was, we had such a routine, you didn't really and truly get to, I mean, we had our nights where we could go out and just see how things were and stuff like that, but you know, Coach Beamer had us with a routine where it was meetings. It was, you know, getting up because Gentry were working out. And, you know, so we didn't we didn't really get to see, like, the atmosphere. Like, I, you know, going to national championship, like, whoo, this is this how it was. This is how it was when we was here. You know, the excitement was the same. But, you know, it was just a laser focus um, on Florida State and, um you know, but we had it where family came down and they enjoyed themselves and you could just <laughs> see the fun, you know, and the excitement in their faces and um, and just letting them have a good time. But we, you know, we solely focused on um, the task at hand. We came up short. We fell down early. Um, and, I mean, what an incredible comeback. Um, that we made to be able to go up on Florida State 29 to 28. And, you know, I mean, you know, we kind of ran out of gas right there. That's no excuse, but it was just a good, good football team. They had a great player in Peter Ward that mm-hmm. made some tremendous plays that kind of separated. And, you know, that's what it's all about right there, you know. I mean, that's why I kind of tell my guys all the time, man, it's, you know, th- we're not talking about how you're going to come out and how you're going to play the – first and the second quarter, we are getting ready for that third and that fourth quarter where we have to be in the best shape that we possibly can be, um, you know, and we're not thinking about tiredness and all, uh, tiredness and, 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 and giving up. We are focused straight ahead and we are going to finish football games. And, um, you know, I mean, you just learn from, you learn from games like that, so. Well, Coach, Mike Vick wasn't the only great quarterback you ever played with. So you were in the 94 Shrine Bowl game, played with Joe Hamilton, another one of the great players from this state of all time. You know, how cool was that to play not only with him, but to just play for the state of South Carolina and be able to represent the state in that Shrine Bowl that you guys won 14-10? I mean, you you always, you know, you got that bubble around you, but you you get to get out and venture out and see, like, all the other talent in the state and kind of compare your talent to their talent. Um, just, I mean, just a, a, a great group of guys, um, that was on, uh, that, that 94 team, um, Joe Hamilton, just a, I mean, a tremendous athlete that went on to have a successful career at Georgia Tech. And I mean, the guy was always humble, man. He was always looking to compete and be very competitive. Um, you know, Anthony Simmons, the great Clemson linebacker. You know, just being able to play alongside with that guy. And um, he went on to have a great career with Clemson and up to Seattle. And um, actually, I played alongside um, uh, 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 Pearson Prelo, who is the cousin of Joe Hamilton. And I mean, right there after, you know, when I went to Virginia Tech, Pearson Prelo, who is the secondary coach or the DB coach or safeties coach at Virginia Tech right now, we came in together, we were roommates and 
I heard all the great stories about the great Joe Hamilton and Macedonia football and um and I mean just the 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 talent, you know, in um the, the talent in the blood of that family because also Courtney, Courtney, I forgot uh his last name. He went to Penn State, the big uh uh um, Courtney, Brown. Courtney Brown. Yeah, Courtney Brown. Yeah. He was he was um they were all cousins, him, Joe Hamilton, and Pearson Prelow. And then Pearson Prelow went on to have a great NFL career. He won the Super Bowl, and now he's back coaching at Virginia Tech. So, I mean, man, I'm just – my life is a blessing, and just to be able to be around a lot of good, hardworking, um, you know, guys in themselves. But, man, it's not over. It's not over. We could take from what we learned from playing football – um, and take it to coaching and lead, um, you know, some young men uh, in the same – and I tell those guys all the time, I tell my guys all the time, you know, I want – I coach to – I want them to get where I've been. And really, I don't want them to get just where I've been. I want them to go further than, than I did. I would love to see our guys playing on Saturdays and me tailgating and, 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 and going to the state national championship and – you know, state championship and national championship and me being able to experience, you know, um, that type of atmosphere and all. So that's what we work towards each and every day here at Lucy Beckham High School. Well, that's a great way to, to kind of wrap this up, Coach. Um, you know, you set the expectations as the head coach there. Uh, what are your goals for the, the 2022 season for the Lucy Beckham Bengals? My goals for this football team, and I mean, you know, it, really our goals, our coaching staff goals is for us to play together, us to play hard um, all the way to that final horn. Um, you know, I know a lot of teams have more experience than us. We never know where this thing is going to go, but, you know, I expect us to come in, I mean, especially as a coaching staff on Sundays, and us to have put together a great game plan for our football players to be able to put them in the right position to have a chance on, um, you know, on Friday nights. Uh, and, you know, I just, out of the team, I just want everybody to play together and play to the best of their ability. Um, and if we can do that, then, you know, we got a chance. I, I don't know if we're going to win a football game. I don't know if we'll go undefeated. I don't know if we'll be five and five, um, you know, but I want us to play together because there's no, um, there's no I in team. Okay. It's we, and we're, and we're going to do this. We're going to do, if this team is going to do this, we're going to do this all together. Um, and everybody's going to be on the same page. And I mean, I just have seen, uh, from, you know, years of experience that, you know, when we put the work in, um, when we're all, all on the same page and when we're all motivating each other, then guys on that bus ride home or in that locker room after it, when they know they've earned it and put the work in, they enjoy it that much more. And that's what we um, work towards each and every day. Well, this has been great. Definitely want all the listeners to go follow Coach Smith and the Lucy Beckham program on Twitter, Facebook, all the social pages. Definitely keep up with those guys. Also, follow us, if you don't mind, at Moving Change, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, et cetera. 
Coach, we really appreciate your time today. I think you're you're for sure the first All-American we've ever had on the program, so definitely appreciate that. Um, Hopefully you know, many more to come. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, we yes, look sir. forward to starting my practice this year, hopefully getting to meet you guys. But best of luck this season, and we'll definitely talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys having me. Hope you all have a good evening.